Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P Guru's channel. I'm your host, Sri Ayer. Well, on Monday morning, we started with Palaksha. And this week, we are going to also end with Palaksha. And today's uh, conversation is going to be even more interesting than the first one, because we are going to bring some very interesting details to you. So without further delay, let's welcome our guest of the evening, Palaksha. Palak, Namaskar and welcome to P Guru's channel. Thank you, Sri. Namaskaram. And and Palak, so you said something very interesting today in, in an article. I think it was tweet that I noticed that NSE wasn't responding to SEBI's questions. And SEBI sent over two officers. And these were locked up by NSE. And the then SEBI chairman, Mr. Damodaran, had to send an IRS officer to go and churuify this way to free these people. And then he calls over Chitra Ramakrishna and uh, the then MD, I guess, Ravi Narayan, <laughs> and gives them a dressing down, talking to, I don't know, I was not a fly on the wall. I wish I was. So tell us a little bit about this story because I have a lot of other interesting stories about their boss in the finance ministry. Go ahead. Sri, uh, this is a very, very interesting story. Uh, everybody in uh, SEBI was scared of Chitra Ramakrishna and Ravi Naren. So NSE's sprawling office complex is at BKC, the Bandra Kurla complex in Mumbai. And uh, SEBI is, SEBI's office is just a stone's throw away. You know, I have been covering the stock exchanges for more than 15 years now. And... Uh, Chitra and Ravi had such influence that SEBI officials had to go to meet them at their office. It is not the other way. They couldn't call Chitra and Ravi. So this incident uh, was uh, during the term of uh, you know, SEBI chairman M. Damodran. And all this, uh, you know, you have to always keep in mind that the backing they had from New Delhi was their real power uh, from which, you know, they were from which they had this uh, arrogance that was, uh, you know, so much visible and nobody could talk actually in SEBI about these things. So uh, this incident, yeah, we were talking about this incident uh, specifically. So, you know, there was some issue with the price feeds uh, of both the exchanges, that is the Bombay Stock Exchange and uh, the National Stock Exchange. Sometime when uh, SEBI chairman M. Damodran, uh, M. Damodran was at the helm, the brokers started complaining to SEBI that they are not able to receive the price feeds properly. There is an issue. They could freely call up the Bombay Stock Exchange then, which was known as which, you know, everybody thought Bombay Stock Exchange is corrupt, but they actually, you know, uh, replied very promptly to the brokers. So, but, you know, that did not solve that problem because the National Stock Exchange was the largest stock exchange in terms of derivative volumes. So they wanted the National Stock Exchange to function properly. And for that, they were trying to get in touch with various officials of the exchange. But the exchange officials did not give a damn. You know, they were, uh, they wouldn't respond for hours to the brokers. So brokers started complaining to SEBI that there are problems in their trading terminals and, uh, you know, they weren't able to receive the price feeds uh, in a manner that it should have come to them. SEBI officials immediate, SEBI officials tried to, first tried to contact uh, National Stock Exchange and they couldn't get through anybody. So uh, two officials, one of whom is currently, uh, you know, working with a SEBI institution, that is NISM. Uh, so two officials went to uh, the National Stock Exchange to conduct, to do some inquiry. It is either on the seventh or eighth floor, they were asked to, uh, you know, sit in a room. Now, just imagine, Sri, when I was talking to people, they told me uh, in SEBI, they told me that, you know, oh, you know, it is not the exchange official's fault and might be the room might have got locked from outside because the doors were automatic. Just imagine they don't want to tell you that they were actually locked for hours. You know, just for going to the exchange to do an inquiry. 
they couldn't get they tried calling everybody in the exchange they tried calling chitra they tried calling ravi but nobody nobody would respond to them and uh, you know finally uh, you know there was no exit from that room in which they were locked for hours so finally they uh, got in touch with the then sebi boss m damodaran damodaran was a no nonsense sebi official and uh, uh, the chairman that time he immediately dispatched manas ray who was an irs officer uh, you know on deputation from in- income tax to uh, the sebi and he was experienced in you know such situation so damodaran immediately asked him to go and check what is it so it was actually manas ray who went there and you know who was able to get them out of that room so that is the incident but i am telling you uh, uh, shri there are there was so much arrogance in the entire top brass of nse during that time that there are many such incidents damodaran called chitra and ravi for the first time in his uh, office and disciplined them gave them a firing so uh, that was about that incident and nobody in sebi would talk about it dare talk about it just imagine the kind of uh, you know influence that these people had in new uh, the power corridors of new delhi at that time so uh, to make a long story short a few months later mr damodaran no longer was a sebi chairman but before i go further viewers i want you to stay till the end of this program i'm going to make a big reveal at the end and this is a selfish way to try and make you stay till the end not that you need any encouragement but uh, i want to ask uh, palak palak there were honest officers on sebi who tried to rein in nsc this is not just the one person damodaran there are other people also i'm hearing a name that is pande or something like that if you know a little bit you can just touch upon this and then quickly we can go over to the next he, question he, that i have pande yeah. he pande was a dg uh, was the ips officer who was roped in by damodaran to uh, you know study uh, see there was a scam that had happened at uh, national depositories uh, and services limited nsdl which was 100% subsidiary of the national stock exchange nsdl in itself is a big scam and that is another interesting story so damodaran actually roped in this ips officer of uh, maharashtra cadre uh, mr pande who was actually who was the dgp of the state till recently i think it is only last week or this week that uh, a new dgp has been appointed so he had roped in mr pande to uh, conduct a, a study of uh, the entire systems of nsdl and also nse pande submitted his report to damodaran and as soon as damodaran left the report was brutally suppressed with a force he had highlighted several irregularities at nsdl and uh, which were damaging for the top brass of nsdl and i have also learned that he had done some studies of uh, systems at nse so it was damaging for both the institutions but that rep- report actually never came out if you see how damodaran was ousted from sebi that is another big story of how uh, you know power play uh, during those times both in sebi as well as the national stock exchange the saga starts from p notes when damodaran started uh, opposing p notes it actually created a friction between uh, the then finance minister uh, uh p chidambaram and damodaran and the story goes sri that p chidambaram and damodaran had studied in the same college and uh, you know either they were from the same batch uh, studying in the same college in chennai or uh, you know they were uh, senior or junior something like that goes the story so when damodaran uh, you know there was a lot of hue and cry being raised about p notes right since 2005 when chidambaram took charge as a, of of finance ministry can you imagine sri from 2005 till 2010 chidambaram uh, despite so much opposition against these uh, hot money instruments managed it that you know that these instruments remain in india's market without any ban on them in 2008 uh, 2007 when damodaran tried to ban them he actually issued a order against these p note instruments in 2007 uh, 
you know, a semicircular which said that no fresh uh, P note instruments, instruments, yeah, ca can be issued in the derivative segment that rocked the market. Chidambaram, uh, Chidambaram was completely zapped because he had no idea that any such circular or any such decision was being made in SEBI and it would be announced. Sensex crashed, I think, by 900 points that day. And, uh, the, you know, you could see there was so much of friction between SEBI and the finance ministry itself. SEBI was making one kind of a statement. Finance ministry was making another kind of a statement. And, you know, Chidambaram came out and all his officials came out saying that there is no ban on P-notes, actually. We are trying to just, you know, curtail it or we are trying to sober it down. So that was the kind of reaction. And this is what, you know, this is the kind of power play that went on uh, between SEBI, NSE and the finance ministry. I'll tell you one more very, very interesting incident that happened. There was a free trade at NSE. Uh, you know, wherein the exchange, uh, wherein the index, Nifty index hit a 10% lower circuit. Now, when you hit a 10% lower circuit after, uh, you know, being open for trading uh, for some time, say two hours. So then you have to shut your exchange for two hours. The exchange was restarted by Ravi Narain in 15 minutes. The markets were shocked as to how this exchange can be restarted in 15 minutes when the rules require the exchange to remain shut for two hours. Somebody asked Ravi Narain as to how all these things, you know, how uh, the exchange was restarted. He said, I got a call from the finance minister. Imagine the finance minister is micromanaging in the national stock exchange. He, he, he said that. He said, I got a call from the finance minister. When somebody, some journalist, uh, in economic times those days, sent a message to P. Chidambaram saying that, sir, this was, uh, you know, uh, uh, Ravinarain says you asked him to start the stock exchange trading. He said, SEBI chairman was on board. He said, uh, you know, I had spoken to the officials and everybody was on board. He said, even the SEBI chairman was on board. Just imagine, and after, after Chidambaram stepped down as the finance minister, then SEBI chairman revealed that he had no idea that the market was being restarted. Just imagine SEBI has no idea that NSE is restarting the markets, you know, flaunting all the rules. So it was a direct contact between NSE and the, uh, the then finance ministry and they were restarting the exchange. So, you know, this you can imagine how much, what, what could have been at stakes when they wanted to trade so desperately in the markets, even flaunting all the rules in the book. So these are now some I, just, yeah, these are just few instances or incidents which shows the arrogance, which shows the kind of hoobies that, you know, uh, we are talking about here. Sri. So um, let's, uh, you said that they both were classmates. I mean, I, my question started piling up from that point forward, but I just want to make a clarification. Mr. Chidambaram took Dr. Subramaniam Swami's course in Harvard. And I'd like Mr. Chidambaram to reveal via a tweet what grade he got in that course. Because Dr. Swami has revealed it in some of his speeches. <laughs> Let us see what Mr. Chidambaram has to say about this. Somebody's asking today, a very interesting question, Sri. FM overruled Sebi and Sebi chairman remained quiet. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, so, yes, Sebi chairman remained quiet. Who, who was the chairman at that point? So I will tell you, uh, between 2005 and two, up to 2009, it was uh, it was M. Damodran. This incident ha happened after Damodran. So uh, the SEBI chairman that time was, I Bhave? think, C.B. Bhave. E either it Bhave. could be C.B. Bhave who was yeah. there till 2012 or it could be uh, U.K. Sina who was there after him. So either it so, could be C.B. I, I have mentioned it properly in my book, The Market Mafia Shri. So yeah, the yeah, dates, yeah. I don't remember, but the incident fully with the dates I have mentioned in my book. Yes. So viewers, viewers, uh, now I'm going to make another uh, reveal. So th there is a press conference from the Congress party saying that the government has to put out a white paper. Why do you want the government to go and do any work? You can just put, put back the pictures, please. Why don't Congress buy 10,000 copies of both these books? and then distribute it. That is the white paper. There is nothing that's not covered in these two books. 
Why do you want to go and ask some babu to spend time and energy? Because it'll take six months for them to even respond to you. You don't need to do all that, Congress. Just buy these two books, ten thousand copies. They are available on Amazon. See, see I want to come in. I want to come in with on on a point on that. I want to tell you that these incidents that we are narrating are different, and you know it does not necessarily mean that uh, Chitra Ramakrishna's uh, you know Baba who was guiding her could be either from a political party, uh, say Congress or BJP. He could be anybody. He could be anybody. All I am saying is these were incidents as I'm incidents as I'm narrating them, you know, showing the kind of uh, impunity with which both of them were operating. But coming, uh, I want to make a point strongly here that only a proper investigation can reveal who was this Baba. And I am not linking any political party or any politician to this uh, Baba Sri. I want to make that point. But all I am saying is there has to be an investigation. If there is an investigation, the Baba will be outed. I have re read several articles today uh, uh, in you know on the internet and other media saying that there is technology available. The cyber the cyber cops can easily find out the IP addresses even now. So I think no. Uh, I mean, this is deliberate. Listen, listen, Sebi is under pressure to do things in a certain way, and even under this current finance minister. Uh, who I shall listed the better that she is unable to break through this stuff. Come on now. What are you? You are the finance minister of the country. Do something for God's sake. We are telling you. We have peeled the banana. We've told you this is the Tambra. We've told you that this person is not from Himalayas. We told you he has to know people from PMO who as to who should be talking to the prime minister, who should be talking to in uh, finance minister. We told you everything. Come on, you think you, you and you are a Tambram for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, Shri, I think, I think, I think, big. no, no, Shri, I think they have started working. I think they see, see all these things. What is there to start working, uh, Palak? Yeah, she can put a uh, tweet out just now. I can tell no, the name. Why do I no, have to do it? You do no, your no. work. <laughs> no, no, Shri, I think they have started working. There was, uh, there were, there were IT raids. There was CBI questioning going on with Chitra, and I think so. They are uh, trying to, you know, get at the core of the issue. They are trying to get under the skin of uh, people and really know. I think they have delayed it. They've delayed it a bit. Uh, that can be said. But I think there is some action happening in New Delhi. They are sending teams from New Delhi. They are dispatching people from uh, New Delhi. Uh, you know, they put Mumbai IT officials into action. They have started raiding Chennai uh, house of uh, Chitra. I think she was questioned today by the CBI. So action is happening, Sri. I am I, not uh, saying that, you know, they're just sitting uh, hand tied. Uh, I am saying is they have delayed it. They have delayed it. That is for sure. But I think action is happening now. So I think uh, truth may come out if they persist, persist with uh, this kind of action. They question everybody separately and they question each and every person involved in this matter, including some of the key board members of the National Stock Exchange during that time. Of course, Ravi Narain and Chitra Ramakrishna are two of the most important people who need to be questioned separately in each about each and every aspect of this co-location scam. Uh, Anand Subramaniam is a very important key. You should not let him off the hook. Okay, so some people are asking, you know, have you done, uh, have you written about Sahu, this, that? I wrote an article three, four days ago on Steel Frame of India, which is the Indian Administrative Service. It's written there. We have given the names, okay? Now, listen, guys, you guys are lazy. If you still don't know the name, all I can tell you is you guys are lazy. If I'm steaming up, it is because I'm frustrated that I wrote all this four years ago in C Company. I told you the reason. First of all, the government is supposed to be neutral. They are supposed to facilitate and have SEBI oversee the functioning of exchanges. How many exchanges were there? Bombay Stock Exchange. NSE and a group of exchanges that Jignesh Shah started. Now, I don't want anyone to start writing that I'm, you know, piping his, tooting his horn. They have completely destroyed his businesses and there is not a single day that goes without somehow people ignoring the rules and laws of the, the, the country. They still, Faliman, uh, uh, no, Rohin, uh, Rohinton, Rohinton Nariman, 
he 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 issued a judgment that the two companies that they were trying to tie up together should not be looked at it together they have to be freed up and they still haven't released the funds of uh, uh, the, the the one of the group companies of jignesha this is the government the government is now in contempt of the supreme court order for the supreme court bench that said that you have to free these funds so what i am trying to say here is i'm not getting steamed up i'm merely stating the fact you know palak you may be knowing a little bit more about what is happening but i have my doubts i in fact the next day after we had our first thing uh, first uh, um, hangout i think tuesday i put out a, a, a monologue saying cbi takes it but do they finish it because sushant singh rajput case black and white they said not finished yet and 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 uh, opg guys just walking scot free and and see the point i'm trying to say is even after establishing the evidence somehow somebody says that oh no 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 there is no malfeasance and the the, pre, the prime minister's office just gulps it up what where is the application of the mind if you are saying that these administrative service officers are the creme de la creme of indian society that they have to go through a rigorous entrance exam to get to where they are then how come i i have an answer such I... dumb decisions i have an answer to this i have an answer Please. to this so uh, you know you have to study a little bit of uh, what happened when cb bhave became the chairman of sebi uh, between 2008 and 2012 cb bhave's appointment as sebi chairman uh, during those days was a very very controversial appointment he was under sebi's investigation for uh, for ipo scam uh you know for which nsdl was being blamed uh for lapses in the system the the, the lapses were grave lapses and cb bhave was heading nsdl so you know you have to study what mohan gopal i will tell you mohan gopal was the chief of india's national judicial academy he mohan gopal is such a person whom even the supreme court uh, judges called and listened to his advice Mohan Gopal wrote a very scathing letter to the then Prime Minister Manmohan Singh about what was happening at SEBI, uh, you know, and how Bhave's appointment itself as SEBI chairman had flaunted all the rules. And uh, I will tell you, so Bhave was the chief of NSDL, which was owned by NSE. In a way, Bhave had to listen to what. Uh, you know naren and chitra had to say when he was the nsdl chairman naren and chitra when there was a scam at nsdl ipo scam at nsdl there was uh, dmat the fake uh, dmat account scam at nsdl they did not raise any finger at cb bhave so when bhave became the chairman of sebi he allowed naren and uh, ravi naren and chitra ramakrishna to run the exchange like their kingdom so that was a quick quid pro quo between them so this is the kind of arrangement that was going on and uh, if you read the letters of uh, you know then board member of sebi mohan gopal you will understand the kind of muck that was there in sebi and uh, the bureaucratic political nexus that was uh, you know running sebi at that time so those letters are very interesting and i have revealed all those letters in my book so you know that actually set the stage for uh, sebi's fall and the fall of the national stock exchange it was during the term of cb bhave that the fall of both these highly prestigious institutions of india started damodaran had a very tight leash on the exchange and sebi when he was the chairman but he was removed he was outset ousted in a very brutal manner manmohan singh wanted damodaran to continue as a sebi chairman as montek singh aluwalia and one more advisor had told manmohan singh that there are no red flags against damodaran so you should continue with him as a sebi chairman shri you know uh, p chidambaram ref, uh, p chidambaram threatened that he will resign as a finance minister if damodaran continued as the sebi chairman Okay, so a couple of stories that I've heard from Dr. Swami that I'm going to relate here. This is we are going back to the 
P.V. Narsimarao five-year period, guys. 1991, the Narsimarao ministry is sworn in. Minister of State with independent charge, Mr. P. Chidambaram. He has to resign uh, a year later or around that time. There was a scandal, fair growth scam. And he thought he'll take the moral high ground by resigning. And PVR, alacrity, the man is full of alacrity. He quickly accepted that resignation. Wait a minute, Chidambaram was shocked. What? I thought this guy wouldn't accept the resignation and on moral grounds, I'll become even more stronger. Well, it didn't happen that way. So Chidambaram was in, uh, you know, the, the boondocks for three, four years. And then I'm told and uh, that there was intense pressure on PVN to take this guy back into the uh, cabinet. And in 1995, Chidambaram was back as Minister of State for Commerce with independent charge. Now, here's the interesting part. Okay. In 1994, Dr. Subramanian Swami is appointed as the chairman of WTO talks with cabinet rank in the PVN government. 1994, Dr. Swami is already starting to work on the WTO. Now, 1995, this fellow comes back as the Minister of State for Commerce. Now, he thinks that he being the minister that Mr. Uh, Dr. Subramanian Swami has to come and meet him. Well, Dr. Swami doesn't go. Then what happens? This guy, Mr. Chidambaram, then sends his secretary to tell Dr. Swami, sir, you should go and meet the minister. And, and Dr. Swami says, no, I outrank him. Now, this guy is not quiet. Ego is hurt, right? So, Mr. Chidambaram writes to <laughs> Nasimha Rao saying that Dr. Subramanian Swami has refused to meet me and this is an affront, blah, 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 blah. Mr. Narsimhara said, well, Mr. Chidambaram, you know what to do if you don't like this. I think he is right. He has every right. He is more senior to you. He has been a cabinet minister. And uh, if you don't like it, you know what to do. So it was Mr. Narsimhara's habit never to tell somebody, go resign if you don't like it. But he would put it in the same word saying that you know what to do. Then Mr. Chidambaram quietened down. So the point I'm trying to make is this man thinks that he is the ruler of universe, emperor of universe. Okay. So in, in general, my observation is having written about this and, and Palak will bear me out if I say this, there are the, the people are playing with your money, guys, your hard-earned money, your SIP plant, your mutual fund plant, your stock plants. You know, do you know that one of the creators of Nifty 50 didn't even have a PhD degree and passed off as having they have a PhD degree? <laughs> Read Palaksha's book to understand what I'm talking about. You know, this, this is the... This is the kind of hubris these people have. See, this, this individual continues to be there. Okay. And her husband, who is also the co-founder of Nifty, continues to be in NIPFP. And guess who is the chairman of NIPFP now? The person who used to be the governor of RBI. <laughs> so this, is, this is a mess. The same set of crooks keep coming, going round and round and round. I'm not saying any one particular person is a crook or not. All I'm saying is, the whole thing, if you look at it, it comprises of rascals, scoundrels, and crooks. I'm not saying any particular name is this. But all I'm saying is, this is how this ecosystem has developed. They are playing with your money. What is really shocking is the Modi government is taking so, so, so slow steps to try and fix this thing. They should have appointed Dr. Subramanian Swami as the finance minister in 2014. And what a mistake that is turning out to be. They still don't have a clue about the economy. They just unleash their IT goons to go on right bad stuff. So I'm sure my this video, I'm going to get a lot of crap from people who don't know A to B. They can't get from place A to place B without making 10 mistakes. Why can't anyone explain how Mr. Himalayan Guru tells Chitra Ramakrishna to go to Seychelles from India via Singapore or Hong Kong? Can anyone explain this? Sri, go ahead. Yeah, Sri, tell me. Tell me. What's your question? No, no, no. My, my, my point here is that they still continue to control this market. The finance minister, the, the finance ministry has a bunch of these people. They have not been moved. And, and no matter how many how much proof we provide, somehow they are able to still sit and hang on to these chairs. I don't know what to do to shake these people up.
Because the, the mean, trouble is coming from there. The trouble is not in uh, uh, in Mumbai. I mean, trouble is in Mumbai also, but the whole thing started there. I can I can tell you the way things were running uh, or those times. So I will read a small paragraph which will yeah. explain to you the kind of uh, you know mismanagement of SEBI, mismanagement of NSE that was going on. What was the desperation of the country's finance minister to micromanage NSE? SEBI went on to say NSE's behavior was a systemic risk. Later, a former NSE board member told a journalist that the problem was that non-written communication traveled much faster at the exchange and left no audit trail. It was apparent NSE had very little regard for rules and it breached them at will. For instance, rules required NSE to advertise when it made high-profile appointments and also and only choose candidates after they cleared board interviews and obtained SEBI approvals. Even when BSC wanted to appoint uh, to promote its internal candidate as the MD and CEO, to the, uh, it followed the procedure. However, all rules were flaunted when Ramakrishna, Chitra Ramakrishna was promoted at the top in NSE. No advertisements were issued. No interviews were held. She was just selected by some phone calls. That is the kind of way, uh, you know, the largest exchange was being run. Okay, so uh, I just want to answer to this comment that Vijay Joshi has made. All you said right, except Swami is a backstabbing guy. Sorry. You know what? If Swami stabs, he stabs you from the front. Okay, get this thing in your head. The backstabbers are the ones who are in power now and in, in Congress now. These are the backstabbers. The amount of data that comes outside is only a minuscule. You get provoked and provoked and provoked and provoked. And then Dr. Swami comes in and says one thing. Please understand, Vijay Joshi, I'm a friend of yours. Don't go by what the media is covering in India. World over, media has become completely bought. They can say anything and say this is the truth, okay? And I have no, uh, you know, skin in the game here. I don't own a single share in the Indian stock market, okay? And and I have nothing to gain or lose by saying this. However, my heart bleeds when I see that some people who built these institutions for the good of the public. I mean, if an efficient stock exchange is there, you can do proper price discovery for many stocks that are not even being traded now. Do you, you don't understand how shallow India's stock exchange is? 150 shares or 200 shares are only active. 5,000 listed shares. So what happened to the remaining 4,800 shares? Why are they not being traded? So there's a lot of, you know, lot of goodal inside. Goodal in Tamil means, you know, muck. You know, that is what it is. Please understand that the stock market can be a true barometer of how, a, how much a company is worth and thereby people can make good decisions and, and invest in companies that, uh, you know, uh, give you good returns. So my, my point here is that this has gone for too long and, and you can't use the same set of guys, Mr. Modi, to out expect a different result. I have my doubts, Palak. I hope you are right. I have my doubts that CBI will speedily resolve this problem. And they will start showing, throwing some techno jargon See? at them and saying that, you know, uh, this is there, this is there. They tried this. They tried. Look, this is complex, but there are people who understand this thing. And, and you have to just contact them and they'll give you the exact picture. See, These people destroyed I'll, evidence. Go ahead. I will, I will show you. I will, I will uh, you know, I can, I can tell you what was going on inside NSC was for the entire board to see and take action. It is a massive failure of the entire board. I will read two paragraphs which will yeah. tell you that everything that was going on in NSC was wrong during that time. In 2009, ahead of mega, mega event, which was the general election results that year, Ajay Shah and Suzanne Thomas had the tick-by-tick data, tech tools of uh, tech tools and uh, tech tools for trading for co-location trading and the grid at their disposal, to which the wider markets were in pitch darkness. When the markets hit an upper circuit, 
All this was at play. In 2009, Ravi Narain tells, Ravi Narain is telling Sebi during his interrogation that, that when this TBT data was being stolen by, uh, by uh, Suzanne Thomas and Ajay Shah, he told Sebi that in 2009, I informed the board of directors my desire to retire. However, at the insistence of the board, I continued further and retired on March, April, uh, March 31st, 2013. After 2009, day-to-day -day management rested with Chitra Ramakrishna. This is Ravi Narain telling Sebi during his interrogation when the data was being stolen from the exchange by two professors, one of whom is uh, having, a, having a fake uh, PhD degree. You know, Chitra was sharing all the crucial data which was not available with the market with these two professors. And it has come out in several forensic reports that these two professors were using that forensic, that uh, uh, crucial data, trading data that was coming out of the exchange for algo trading. And Sri, everybody is missing out one of the most important things that data theft has not only happened at NSE, but also at India's largest commodity exchange, MCX. Yes. Same characters, same, same characters. Suzanne Thomas, entire her entire uh, machinery at work, she was stealing the same data at, uh, from the multi-commodity exchange. And the forensic report reveals, as I have reported in the newspaper, and I also have the forensic report, that this data was going for algorithmic trading. Just imagine it was live data that was going for algorithmic trading. The forensic report says that very blatant, in a very blatant manner. There has been no action from SEBI. And this action was required to come from the current regime of SEBI, from the current uh, senior officials who are involved. There has been no ac action uh, till date, despite the fact that report came out some three, four years ago. SEBI just passed on the report to the exchange. And, and told them, you investigate. The exchange has buried that report. No action has happened. It is just, everything is just an eyewash. So here you have two of the largest exchanges in the country, National Stock Exchange and Multi-Commodity Exchange, which have been compromised. Just imagine, Sri, India, what is the stature of, what is the state of affairs in India? What is What kind of financial markets are we running? There is... Every senior official in these two exchanges have just, you know, have are running the exchanges at their whims and fancy. And SEBI so officials I, are part and parcel of this game. Yes, we'll, we'll continue this conversation. I just want to answer this particular observation by Aditi Patha. Aditi, um, we are going to be having this conversation for another few minutes. Can you please list? Some facts where Dr. Swami stabs first and then... See, these are digressions. These are digressions. You know, these people... It's, it's, it's know, okay. I, I want to... I just want to make one point. Uh, you know, I feel like saying... You know, remember that Shole scene where Amitabh Bachchan goes and tells the Mausi, Are Mausi, Mere itna samjhane par bhi aapne inkar kar diya, bechara viru. That is what you are, Aditi. Because... They, I've been writing for a long time. We have data to back up what we are saying. And if you still continue to believe that this is what it is, you know, I'm sorry for you. Him not becoming uh, the finance minister is not a loss for him. It's a loss for the country. Understand that. And See, also, he's a warrior. He's a warrior. We don't have to defend him. Let people. Yes, have. yes. No, the, 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 the thing is, some people are stunning in their, you know, wisdom. That's why I'm really hurt. I'll tell you another thing. He was uh, the WTO chief from 1994 to 1996. He had cabinet rank. He, was, he used to attend cabinet meetings. Show me one statement he made during that period. Show me. If you, if you can't show me, then none of you guys are, you know, deserving of writing these kind of comments. Please understand, we are an intellectual group here. We are trying to, you know, make the best use of our time. Don't put some stupid comments and then try to say that, oh, this or that. You have to have facts to back it up. Okay, back to uh, this. So MCX now. See, you don't is, have to care about these comments. I know, I know. I see. The thing is, I'm tired. Uh, see, the thing is, I'm tired. I'm tired. But it's wrong. You're talking like some political leaders now. <laughs> yeah. 
But then the thing is, they you can identify yourself. <laughs> they bring this, you know, we are talking about a serious matter, and you bring it down to this kind of a crass stuff. Come on, grow up. Anyway, let's okay, go back to your question, question. Why Modi government not taking action? Okay, so uh, there was again. This sounds like a little harsh, but it, there is a lot of truth in it. One of the uh, subject matter experts who came to uh, live work, live hangout on uh, P Guru said that this is a Babu government with outside support from BJP. Okay, that is the answer to this question. Okay, all right. Now, if 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 really they know what it is, then they will be putting the right people in the right places for the right outcomes. Okay, yeah. Now, now you are saying about the fact that data loss, data data theft was happening from the very people who also designed the Nifty Fifty. So, what is the sanctity of Nifty Fifty? Why should I even believe in this? Yeah, Sri. Actually, uh, you know the probe of CBI. or whoever is probing should start with uh, you know these characters the cbi the probe agency the agencies should not give upon these characters they should hold on to these characters uh, you know who are there in the colocation scam who are stealing data and these are five six characters so they you know if you interrogate them separately you will get a lot of clue lot of masala and lot of uh, you know lot to prove against each other because there was data theft at the exchange there was front running at the exchange there were insider trading laws that were flaunted at the exchange and these tie suit executives were doing it see i will tell you i i i have you know this uh, harshad mehta and ketan parekh scams these were loan people who were trying to take advantage of some loopholes in the system but this colocation scam at nse is the system is the very system subverting itself it is these chokidars of the system the guardians of the system who are subverting the system these are not some ketan parekh and harshad mehta kind of loan people and Harshad Mehta and Ketan Parekh was a very small scam. Uh, when you come to this uh, co-location scam, where the entire system was subverted, SEBI officials were at fault, exchange officials were at fault. Whom could you trust? Where could you go? What is the recourse that uh, you know small investors can have? It is so now. It is upon the government to take this to the cleaners. Sri. So I think you are getting answer. distracted by the comments on uh, Doctor Swami. I don't think this. You know, you have to. No, 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 no. no. I, 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 actually, I was trying to remember the examples that uh, we were providing to explain to many people are you know genuine innocent people who are also putting money in their system investment plans and mutual fund. I just want to explain in mota mota words what front running is. You told me about front running. So I was trying to remember that. so uh, you you take a break for a minute and i'll explain to them what front running is you know front running is similar to you know um, buying tickets for a show that you are sure that is going to be sold out and that you can sell uh, this is like in the 70s and 80s they used to have black market tickets you know first first day first release you know there'll be no tickets available uh, at the ticket counter in a cinema theater but having come there you know you don't feel like going back you've got your family everybody is dressed up you want to watch the movie so you say okay i'll pay 50 rupees more i'll get the ticket so front running that was done by a few people essentially allowed them to know what was going to be the trade during that day so they could line up their ducks and they could clean up big so this this is one thing the other thing that they used to do was there were some companies some institutions which used to get the question paper a day before the exam how that is, yeah, that, is, is that that is the best idea uh, that is the best example of uh, what collocation scam was yes yes people that's what getting, i was trying to remember i was paper. not getting <laughs> yes yes people getting question paper minutes uh, uh, say day before the exam or hours before the exam in this case collocation scam is minutes before or seconds before the orders are actually your orders get executed at the exchange those who have uh, hijacked the servers of the exchange have your order beforehand and they can alter the trade accordingly 
that is co-location scam to put it in simple words so viewers the in terms of how much the money is involved we have detailed all this in our books you know uh, please don't be lazy this is serious stuff because 10 20 30 years later when you are no longer earning then you look at your portfolio and see that it is abysmal it is not doing well at all then you will remember that somebody told you to not be greedy and be careful about your investment you have to do some reading stock market investment is about a lot of reading read warren buffett he says the same thing he said i read and read and read and read and read and then i invest so she this is an important part. question yes, Yo, yes go ahead go ahead yeah yeah please please take it please say please say so uh, somebody saying, should we uh, exit now? You know, it, you can't tar the entire market with the same brush. But point I think we are trying to make is at least you need to know what is the devil that you are dealing with. A known devil exactly. is better than an unknown angel. Exactly. Guys. exactly. And, and See, I have a very sharp book, answer to this. I have a very yes. sharp and direct answer to this. I want to tell everybody that you don't have to exit the markets when there are scams in the market. You play that market. What you do is you invest in the market. You don't gamble. You don't gamble in derivatives in the market. Investors seldom lose money because they wait for months and years for the fruit to ripe. And then you pluck it. Ripen and then you pluck it. Traders are the ones who are being hit by all these sort of scams, especially derivative traders. So my advice to all those people who are thinking what to do after such a scam comes out or even more scams would come out in the future, you don't do derivatives. You don't gamble in the market every second, every minute. You just invest and wait. And I think those, I mean, I, I think people who are doing that, investments and just wait, no scams affect them. See, scams, a lot of big scams have happened in global markets. You were giving example of Warren Buffett. They all are long-term investors. You just wait for months or, or or years, few years. You're going to take home a good profit. But traders, this is the lure of quick bug and quick money. That is allowing scamsters to come design their schemes and then, you know, scam these uh, retail investors. So you asked me about my views, Aditi, there are four or five videos we have put out on P Gurus about how it was not Dr. Swami who brought down the Atalji government. It was known from the day he was denied what he was promised that he was against this government. Okay. So the, the individuals who brought them down after promising the evening before that they will vote with the NDA, they were members of the NDA and then they pulled the rug from uh, uh, under. Okay. Please. Aditi, you are a, you seem like a good person, okay? You have to spend some tapasya. You have to do some research. I am not here to peddle lies. I have nothing for or against anyone, okay? The truth is for me supreme. My compass points to the truth, okay? And 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 I have no fun or in taking one particular person and saying something. But understand, Palak and I have invested. We have invested a lot of time looking at the stock market, the finance of the for the country. Because if you don't have the finances properly, how can you get to anywhere? Do you you know that I showed four hundred yuan notes from China printed by the Chinese Central Bank with the same serial number? Their Central Bank does it, and they didn't even deny it. You think that, you know, think about the seriousness of what we are talking about. Finance is the most important leg on which the country stands. That's what we are trying to say that we have to clean it up. I'm sorry to go on a rant. I just feel like, you know, it's the same Sholay dialogue that comes back to my mind. We have no enmity against anyone. We don't have any stocks. Point is, we see blatant corruption. That is what is the problem. Palak, I would like to come, uh, you know, conclude here. I know I'm a little upset about this. I, I'm, it's just that I feel, you know, uh, you have to think. Can't just keep on putting things out. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, Sri, tell me. No, so the conclusion is that uh, it is a scam of of, ma of a larger magnitude than we have than we have seen in the past. It could be, uh, you know, it could involve uh, 
say you know people cutting across party lines but that only investigations can reveal and i think the government should do proper investigation to restore trust of people in the markets i think they need to keep this kind of an arrogance of people in the high places like sebi uh, bse nse any other institution under check i am telling you there are as many scams in uh, the insurance regulatory i have done some stories about that and you know so so this needs to be kept under check the reason why all these things are happening is because bureaucrats have too much of power uh, you know centered with them i think uh, there is certain certain kind of a clean up required in the financial markets we have seen clean up happening in bollywood we have seen clean up ha- clean up happening in the uh, the armed forces and we have seen clean up happening in uh, you know certain other segments corporates among among corporates you know you those people whom you could never touch like vijay malya or there are few others see they are scared now so i think even in the financial markets in the regulatory system a sort of clean up is required and you know a comprehensive view has to be taken by the government this scam collocation and uh, you know is the best way to start to restructure sebi in such a manner you go through the letters written by dr mohan gopal you will know that sebi requires massive restructuring sebi is again being run at the whims and fan- fancies of officials there are no checks and balances nobody is held uh, responsible for the actions they take nobody is accountable the accountability is too less in sebi and i think that is the reason that they allow uh, you know such kind of scams mismanagement at the exchanges i think that can be stopped the root cause of that is sebi i think you need to restructure sebi you need to make them more accountable you need to bring that sort of uh, you know you need to put the put responsibility you mean you need to ha- hold people responsible for uh, you know the wrong that they are doing i will tell you one more thing uh, that you know this sebi itself is conflicted because it it's it it does investigation uh, into the cases it comes out with orders and adjudication is also done by the same sebi so if if the investigation is faulty if the orders that they have if the notices that they have issued are faulty then i think the adjudication you know has to point all those things out so there is a conflict adjudication has to be separated from the base investigation that is being going on uh, that the sebi officials do so i think that will cut down a lot of conflict of interest in sebi there is a lot of uh, you know i think see there's a lot of hints that we have given in both our books you including me you have spoken about money laundering that is happening my la- the last chapter in my book is full of how money was being laundered from mauritius you know and nobody is looking at all these things so i think uh, see you need to make sebi accountable a lot more than it is currently yeah so the the bottom line is sebi is supposed to be the guardian of the common shareholder or the retail shareholders and they need to look out for their interests it's not that you know vesser interest will come and you know tell them what they should be doing and that is what they have been doing i'm i hate to say this thing but 8 years of modi government nothing has changed and 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 you are absolutely right they have tried to clean up army they have tried to clean up some other places yes and with some success also i don't deny that there is a bigger problem of internal security india is being you know like eroded from inside by termites and 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 there are so many so many problems they have ignored financial markets they have ignored financial markets they have ignored financial markets and it, to me they need not have done that they could have put the right person at the helm and that person would have cleaned it up and he would have this would have made sure that the system is clean they're I'm not, not getting right individual. person they're not they're not getting right people they're not getting right people uh you know too much of 
you know, a lot of babus are trying to influence, create a kind of a cabal there and operate. So that is a problem with the government. As you know, we can see sitting outside the whole tamasha that goes on in Delhi, the kind of uh, advice that the government gets. I'll tell you, before 2019 elections, SEBI came out with some uh, rules on small and mid-cap stocks that actually crashed the markets. Yes. You, where is the study of you know you you wake up you come you wake up in the morning you come out with certain rules then you pull back those rules this chairman has done that he's pushed back rules by two three months because the brokers were not comfortable i think there has to be study a proper study before you make all these kind of rules and announce them to the markets there has to be an impact cost study and it and, and if there is a study like that it has to be revealed to the market so transparency is another factor that is a problem with SEBI. They have to reveal. For instance, I will tell you, you think, Sri, there are only these many emails that are available with SEBI of Chitra? Some seven, eight emails? Sri, there are so many emails that are available. That is much more. This is just a tip of an iceberg, Sri. There's much more, more that is available. But they are not revealing. So that is the point that I'm trying to make. Somebody has to, the, SEBI has to be made accountable in a manner that all this is put out in public domain. I think uh, to, to Bhave's credit, I will tell you, whatever, CB Bhave had done certain changes in, uh, you know, in the manner in which SEBI orders are written, that details have to be given in the order. I will give that credit to Bhave. I think that has to be taken forward and done in a, at a larger scale in a wider manner. I think that SEBI reforms are required, Sri. Well, uh, we will wait and I hope that justice is coming to many people who have been blindsided for no fault of theirs by this market. It has it has picked its winners and losers. Sorry to say this thing, Mr. Chidambaram had played favorites when the, the, the stock markets were still in their dormancy. They were coming up because India had opened up in 1991. And uh, th that is a time that careful uh, nurturing should have been done, hasn't been done. And, and now we are paying the price for that 30 years later. You never know, Shri, in, in future, you can say that, you know, there were favorites that even others were playing, even now. So you never know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go here's here's a topic for another discussion later but basic point i think is that if when you invest money in your sips if you have three or four mutual funds to choose from do your homework ask some tough questions about the person who's putting together the plan for your company so they themselves can do the homework and make sure that you know you're not going to be left holding the bag i i all i can say is i feel sorry because on the one side, the middle class gets dinged by taxes, personal income tax. On the other side, when they are asked to, you know, put money in the SIP, nobody, it's the Ram Bharuse, guys. It's the Ram Bharuse. People can say, oh, the stock market has done so well under Modi regime. Look, the stock market is very shallow. I said this thing in the beginning itself. Look at the Franklin Templeton fiasco that happened. My God. Yes. Franklin and Templeton ILNFS. Was... Yeah. <laughs> So one after the another, massive failure because of uh, SEBI and nobody is looking at this area. So I'm okay. I'm surprised and I'm sad. But I think people will wake up. We've tried our bit. Yeah, I mean, somebody saying that, you know, people from SEBI and CBI are listening. Look, we have written about this stuff. This is not new. What it is, is a concise summary of, you know, several years of work that has gone into this. And we are actually telling, they know what they are doing is wrong. But any in India, right, you conform. If you don't conform, you get punished. I'll give you a simple example. I want to leave this talk with this. There were honest officers who raised the red flag about what was happening in the bureaucracy. You know how this government rewarded them? They forcefully retired them under 56J. That means being honest can be injurious to your career. That is the message that has been given. And this was all done by the bureaucrats. At the top, you know, the, the prime minister may not know the details, but they will always, you know, you can always paint somebody as being bad and show something and they say, oh, okay, this is what this person has done. This can, you know, make your character, whatever. 
you you if you don't know how to ask the tough questions then you are going to get bad answers so this is this is my big grouse there are till two years left in this government two three years two years so, and and it, this, it's still not too late if you don't do it i'm sorry the the country is going to pay the price thanks for watching thank you once again palak for listening to some of my tirades I, I, i'm just like you know I see four years of effort gone up in smoke, man. Not one, not even a, a you know, a, not even a chuha belonging to the politicians are seen jail. That is how bad it is. These are all egregious mistakes. Rulers <laughs> never go. <laughs> okay, today's conversation. You're going to come as the calmer guy. So power, <laughs> more power to you. You are actually facing them day in and day out. I don't have to do that. So I'm just saying it as I see it. But be that as it may, thanks viewers for watching and thanks for your support. Please do like, share and support this thing. For those SEBI in SEBI and CBI who have not watched it, please do send it to them, to the NSC, to MCX. All these people, they try to fool us sometimes and, and then they, they figure out that at some point of time, people are not as full, foolish as they look and the truth eventually comes out. Thank you once again. Namaskar. Thank you, Sri.